Hello, and welcome to Organize Holistically. My name is Dana L'Oreal Morales, and I am your holistic process strategist. I help mompreneurs and side hustling professionals to develop, implement, and streamline processes in both your business and your personal life so that you can have better work-life balance and integration. All right, guys, today we are going to talk about uh, putting your house on the market and like, what are the steps to take? What are the things that I did when I put my house on the market and why I chose to use a storage facility during that process? Um, this conversation or question came from the blog post that I did that talked about um, me um, moving. I think it was the move series, if you will, uh, where I talked about all the various different things that, that I had in our move. And um, so the question was, well, why did you put the things in the storage facility and what are all the steps that you took? So that's what today's episode is going to be about. Now, of course, I went through the move process. It was like nine, 10 years ago, but a lot of the same things that I did at that time still ring true today. Um, and the methods that I use were really a combination of a couple of things. Um, as a, a military brat, we moved around a lot as a child. So a lot of the, the moving processes and prepping to move came from that. Um, it also came from my corporate job of, you know, we moved offices around a lot and, and shifted people around for various different reasons, construction and other purposes. And so a, a couple of things came from that um, experience as well. And then just my love of organizing, some of the things just came naturally to me in relation to that. So um, the reason that we were putting our house on the market, as you guys know, at the time I was uh, pregnant and I knew that where we lived, uh, was a little small. It was cramped for me and my husband. So to add a baby to it, it was just going to be too much. And so we began looking for a house at that time. And um, I knew that I, my dream, right, was that the house would sell very quickly. I didn't want to have to live in an environment where I was constantly on edge trying to keep the house in show um, position, if you will. Um, because anybody who's ever put your house in the market, you know that they will call you at the last minute saying, hey, you got a showing, we want to show your house. And if you've just been living right in your home, that things are not show ready. And so I didn't want to have to be in that type of um, flux for an extended period of time. So I also knew that because I was pregnant, I wanted to give myself some time to get the house packed up. And I knew that at any given time I could go into labor and my husband would be stuck doing this by himself or my mom or someone would have to help him. But I, I wanted to be um, as helpful as possible in the overall process. So I began early, I began like, um, let's say we put the house on the market in May and I began packing everything up in March. It was like the end, it was like March into April. April was really the bulk time of when I was really nesting and, and getting it, or excuse me, everything together. But March is when really the ideas started 
taking shape and I began to say, okay, we need to start gathering boxes. I started looking at um, storage facilities. And the reason why I wanted to look for storage facilities, number one, like I said, our home was already cramped. We lived in a 1355 square foot condo and um, we really didn't have any storage per se in this space. So there was no garage. There was like, we had a little storage room on the back, but I had already pretty much filled that up. So there was no place to put packed boxes, right? And one of the things that I know whenever I've looked at homes is entering a room that was full of boxes, you didn't, you couldn't see the actual room and you wanted the space to be staged as well so that people could see what the room could be, right? It makes a big difference. So I knew I wanted to clear some things out. So I began in March really looking at decluttering. I was looking at storage facilities of where can we go for month to month uh, where that wasn't too far that where we could store our items um, as we got them packed, right? Um, and knowing that we weren't sure where we, where we were gonna end up either was another big factor in all of that. Um, so we began that process and I started in my daughter's room, because again, we were prepping for her arrival during all of this as well. And so the room where what was gonna be her, the baby's room was actually our guest room slash office. And so there was a lot of stuff already in there. So I said, you know, let me start with this space. And in doing that, it was easy because it wasn't a space that was typically used uh, heavily. And um, I had some boxes that had moved with me from several locations. So that's where I started because I knew that those boxes were things that probably could be thrown away anyway, but I wasn't just going to pick the box up and throw it out. I wanted to go through the box and make sure that there wasn't anything of importance in the box. And I actually found like birth certificates and crazy stuff in it that I had, that I hid from myself, if you will. I'm putting quotes around that. <clears throat> but this is what happens. You, you pack some things up, you, they're important in the moment. You put them in a closet, you forget about them. And then you come back at a time when you are prepping for something else, when you're organizing the room, when you're decorating or something. And you find these boxes and in your mind, you're like, oh, I haven't touched these in years. They're probably not important, but yet there may be some important things in there. So I always recommend that you go through any boxes that you have, even if you do it quickly, to make sure that there's not any pertinent documents in a box that you just forgot about or photos or something that is irreplaceable. So <clears throat> I started the process there. Um, from that, we found like a ton, like I ended up with like a flower pot full of pins. So anytime that I found a pin, I just put them in a box. So as you're going through this process, let me just stop and give you <laughs> a couple of important tips. So as you're going through the process of packing up a space, my recommendation is to do it in categories. So for example, I had a bunch of um, college textbooks and things that I had had for years, thinking that I was going to continue down the path of sentence and advocacy and, and some things that I had kept the books on. But reality was my life had taken a turn and I was no longer interested in that, you know, pursuing that further. Plus, 
these textbooks were out of date. And if I needed something from them, I could probably find it online. So I made the decision to let go of those books. So my focus was on the category of books, okay? So I began packing up books and then identifying books that I no longer wanted to have. So that was like step one, right? And so I labeled that box books. I categorized them. So on one of the previous pod, uh, podcast episodes and blog posts, um, I talked about, you know, tagging your items so that you know the box number, the color, you know, putting those categories on there. So I determined where the books, you know, the books would go in the office. So it had its own color. And then I put it in my inventory to say this box number one is books and this is what it is. So I put that label on the box, put the box in the corner. So I just started the process that way. So categorizing the books, then I went through the boxes in the closet, cleaned out the papers um, that needed to go away, identified those I needed to keep, and I boxed those up. And actually with the, with the papers that needed to be kept, I actually had a filing cabinet. And so I filed them properly in the filing cabinet, right? But we found um, a, a ton of pins. Um, and so I put those, I remember in a flat, an empty flower pot I had um, and just stuck the pins there. Um, again, categorizing. Office supplies, I went through and I said, are these needed? If they're not needed, let me donate them to a school. So I took all the office supplies that I didn't need and I got those out of the house. So again, we're categorizing, we're grouping together and we're making a decision about it. So Ultimately, the decisions were we either boxed it up to be taken to the storage facility, we donated the item um, to go out of the house, or um, we merged it in with another section or where it belongs in the house. So that's what happened with the papers. It was merged with an area in our house that was already established. Um, so throughout the my daughter's room that's basically how i packed that room up again preparing for her arrival but also packing up and beginning to declutter and clean out for the move. So we ended up with a couple of boxes that were prepped and ready to go with the label on them and we placed them in the closet at this particular time. Um, once we were able to get the storage facility and we just got a small one um, we began to gradually move the boxed up items to the storage facility. So that was just a, a situation of my husband taking the boxed up items to the car. We would drive there, you know, one Saturday, put them in the storage facility and we tried to put them by color. Uh, so if we were ever looking for something in the storage facility or needed to retrieve something, we could easily find it uh, because of the color coding. Um, and I knew based on my inventory what items were already at the storage facility and which ones were on site. Um, and that's pretty much how we began packing up the house and everything that went to the storage facility were items that we did not need um, between that point or we didn't anticipate needing between then and the time that we moved. So all the holiday decorations were packed up and moved to the storage facility, um, books, um, 
excess uh, uh, bedding and things like that were moved to a storage facility. I had a bed in the uh, guest bedroom. We took the bed down. Um, one of our beds we actually sold uh, as part of this process. And so someone came and bought that and we got rid of it. Um, but the other one, we moved to the storage facility because uh, we didn't need it in that moment, right? Um, so that's pretty much the process of prepping and why we had the storage facility um, and began filling it up gradually. It was not an all or nothing. It wasn't like a one day thing. We just moved everything. It was a gradual process. So if you're looking to do this, I would recommend making sure your storage facility is fairly close. I would not try to get anything too large unless you have like a you know, four or five bedroom house and you're trying to downsize, that's the only reason why I would get a larger one. Um, making sure that you do keep an inventory of what's in there so there's no question. Uh, if you've ever watched Storage Wars, you know, like they'll open those storage facilities and they're a hot mess and you can't find anything. And I wanted to make sure that we could locate anything at the drop of a hat if we needed to without spending all day out there trying to locate it in that space. Um, and obviously you guys know the reason why we went with the storage facility, number one was for the staging. Number two was because we didn't know where we were going to end up at the time. And so we wanted to be able to, um, sell the house quickly and, um, strategically get the things out of the condo and into the house as, as quickly and easily as possible. And if need be, we could go back to the storage facility later and, and retrieve those items. Um, it, it, came, it really helped a lot because we were able to truly stage the house. We were able to eliminate all the excess within the house, the things that most home buyers don't care, and it just really makes the home look cluttered and smaller. Um, and so it, by taking this time and the effort, and it overall, I would say it was about six weeks of prep time that we took in doing all this, we were able to get all of the, we were able to truly declutter our space before we put it on the market um, and then take our time and pack up everything appro appropriately. And so once, by the time we put the, our house on the market, literally it was only on the market, I think two or three weeks, something like that. And this was not during the craziness of the housing market that is now. This was probably, like I said, this was 10 years ago. Um, so we were actually in a little bit of a slump at the time, as far as um, sellers are concerned, we had an offer on it that we accepted and then they pulled out of it. And so it ended up being on the market from May until um, August. Yes, it was August when we closed on our house. So we placed the offer on our, I think we had an offer in July. So May, June, July was three months that it ended up being on the market uh, before we sold uh, the house the second time. Um, but the funny part is, is that I, of course, it didn't work out the way I planned. I had my daughter um, and the weekend that we came home from giving birth to her, I got a call and our realtor said, you know, I have someone who wants to look at the house. Do you mind us showing the house? I'm like, oh, great. You know, here I am just home from the hospital. But we said, yeah, that's fine. We put 
um, our daughter in the car. We literally crossed the street um, and there's a store across the street and we just sat in the parking lot while they showed the house. And that's the person who ended up buying the house um, from it. So it, it all worked out. Um, and, you know, I would not take back what we did because I think that that really number one set us up for success of not having to worry about the house being cluttered and having to be show ready and that we were able to easily transition from the house to uh, you know from the condo to the house because we only had what was in the condo and we didn't have to worry about all the stuff that we had already moved to the storage facility in that particular moment, right? If we had to be out of the house, we had everything out of the condo that needed to be out of the condo um, and we still could keep the storage facility if we needed to. So that just gave us a little bit of um, kind of, I guess, a backup plan, if you will, of not having to worry about removing those things on that particular day. So I hope this uh, you found this helpful. As always, I, I definitely recommend that you go and check out the Move series. I go through the Move Binder, which had the inventory in it. I talk about um, the the Move Maps and the um, the Kitchen Map. All of those things, I definitely still stand by them and encourage you to get those set up. If you have the time to put them in place prior to your move, it is definitely worth the effort to make your move a little, little smoother. Okay, so I hope you found this helpful. As always, let me know what questions you have and I will do my best to answer them. Until the next time, bye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. And I hope you found something that will help you in your organizing journey. If you did, consider leaving a comment or review so it will help others know the value that you received. For more information regarding this or any other episode, visit dlmorales.com. And as always, do something today to fill your happiness bucket. I'll see you next time.